0: What's up, fine folks, and welcome to episode thirty-nine of Double Tapped. I'm Jay. I'm Tanner. Tanner? Yeah. On this date of filming, football is officially
1: back.
0: (laughs) This is week zero, as they call it. (laughs) Which is kind of stupid. It's it is kind of stupid. I'm like it's just kind of the first bye week for everybody that's not playing today. Uh, but as such, we have a very American beer today. Miller. Good old fashioned Miller Light. Which, if you had to put your opinion in yeah is this the best of the classic light beers i think so i've grown i think to i prefer think so. it over Coors. yeah
1: but i do like those two the best of the
0: i remember bunch i'll never forget at our good buddy andrew's graduation party shout out before i liked beer mixing miller light with sweet tea <laughs> you did because do that. miller light definitely is a little more funk than the other light beers yeah but as i've grown older i've grown to like that
1: The sweet tea combination or the... No, I know what you mean.
0: Not at all. I'll never do that again as long as I live.
1: (laughs) What gave you the idea? Uh,
0: There was sweet tea there. (laughs) I didn't think about it much more than that. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, I know what you've been playing. Yes. And it's pretty much the same thing I've been playing. All right. Cursed to golf. Yes, I've also been playing Curse to golf. So let's talk a little bit about Cursed to golf. At this point, because I talked about it some last week. Yeah. What are your impressions so far? Uh,
1: I like it. Okay. It it took me a bit to like it Mm. um, because I... You know, your descriptions were apt last week. It sure. wasn't, uh, but it's a little more. So, if you didn't listen to last week's episode yet, uh, Cursed Golf is a 2D side scrolling golf game. And the whole concept is in your, you're in golf purgatory. Yeah. Uh, and you're trying to break your way out of it, similar to like Hades. Yeah. And you it's a to, roguelike. Yeah. So, you have to go level by level to try to get your way out of golf purgatory. Um, I like it. It's a little less golfy than I mm-hmm. thought it would be. It's way more just puzzle game. Sure. Uh, but that's okay. I uh, I it took me a second to kind of adjust to that. The soundtrack is really good, by oh, the way. Yeah. I don't know if you've listened to much of it, because it's a very Columbo game, podcast mm. game kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I enjoy it. It's 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 very a very fun little like casual throw-something-else-on-the-other-screen kind of game, and we both
0: love those to death. So. How far have you made it into a run?
1: So I've made it to the boss of the first level a few times. Sure. Uh, I think I have... I don't know that I've ever broken through the boss yet, uh, but I'm, I've am i made it almost to the end of the first subset. I find the actual levels harder than the boss level, mm-hmm. but for some reason I, I just have hit a few bad shots, as they say. And, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: as of this morning... I made it as close to beating a run this morning as I have so far, but I still have not beaten a run. Okay. Um, I've made it to the very end, technically. Gotcha. So the structure, which this isn't... It's not like a game that spoilers all matter all that no, no, much. No, no. Um, it's an 18-hole course in chunks of five, 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 and 3. So yeah. you have a 5-hole okay. chunk to get to the first boss, 5 holes to the next, 5 holes to the next, but then the last sort of realm that you play in is three holes with the last boss. I have not actually reached the last boss. Okay. Just I've reached I've reached the 17th hole. Gotcha. I've never gotten to the 18th, which is the final boss. Sure. Um, however, at this point, I pretty well say I'm ready to give a score because I've played the game a lot. Okay. How many um, hours do you think you're in? I would say 50. Oh wow!
1: Okay, yeah, I'm like four, maybe three. I would say ten three-ish. minimum,
0: fifteen maximum. So maybe somewhere in between there. Okay. Um, and it's not like a huge game. No, no, no. But if I mean, if you're not blazing your way through runs and you're like replaying a lot, which it's not an easy game. No, no, no. It's um, it's got challenges and for it sure. gets easier. And as you beat bosses, you get sort of permanent bonuses that make it easier to get further each time. Right. Um, but having pretty much gotten to more or less the end of the game, uh, I still I love it. I don't love it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. And the reason why, mainly, I like a lot of the quirks of the levels and stuff, but some of them can be very annoying. Yes. It's kinda like I kinda want the sort of super powered shots to be less the focus and more just the simplicity of it. And I guess that sort of goes back to you saying it's not very golfy. Right. Where it's just I'm focused on how good of a shot am I hitting and less on the oh, I've got all these random you know obstacles and power ups and all this stuff which are fun but a little bit get in the way. Yeah. But my main thing now the last three holes insanely hard. Really? Like stupid hard. Okay. Um I've beaten the 16th hole relatively easily a couple of times. Yeah. I have not beaten the 17th and it is I was as close to throwing my controller across the room <laughs> this morning wow. as I may have been in a game since, like, the first time I played Bloodborne. Whoa! Like, it's... I was wow. so frustrated. Wow, okay. Uh, and there are quirks that I won't spoil for how the last few levels work. Sure. But once you get there, you will understand. Um, and it's sort of a function of just not having enough bonuses and stuff saved up for the end. That would make yeah. it significantly easier. Uh, but there is one aspect of those last few levels that is just beyond frustrating. Mm. Um, so that knocks it down for me. But I'm still comfortable giving the game like an 8.5. Oh, wow. okay. I really, really, really like it. Uh, yeah.
1: I think you're a bit higher on it than I am. Sure. Uh, I do like it. I will say I, I agree with you that these sort of – so the power-ups are called ace cards. Um, I like that they're there because it gives you something to buy on each run because yeah. otherwise it would just be like – you know, you're just playing through the course. It doesn't matter how well you perform. But um, I I don't know that... One of my biggest pet peeves with the game that I don't know that I'll ever shake mm-hmm. is that a lot of times you can't see where your shot's going to end up. Yeah. Because the way the camera works and the way that it's side-scrolling, you can nudge your camera to the side to a certain point but then a lot of the times like especially on driver shots your your tee shot yeah. you can't see where the ball is going to end up yeah and like that is pretty frustrating uh yeah, and i
0: do wish you could just zoom all the way out and keep it there
1: yes i do too and i, I don't really know why they did that unless it's just for added difficulty but mm-hmm. it just seems like it results in more like bullshit than it does like fun yeah difficulty spikes i don't know um, but I am liking it I think it's I think it's worth a buy for sure I uh, we'll see we'll see where I come down on score because I'm not ready yet but yeah
0: last thing I'll say is that those last three levels as frustrating as they are the music mm. insane yeah the music in the game's been it, really good. and specifically there it's like doom meets like mega Man or Castlevania. oh that's cool like it's so cool uh, so love that part about it anyway Very on cool. to the news of which we have a few things uh first off the biggest story. I'm going to pull up here a recap from IGN. Everything announced at Gamescom opening night live, uh, which happened just this past week. Uh, this was updated August 24th uh, by Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN. <laughs> the Dinsdale Dinodome. Dinsdale Denadome, <laughs> owner of the Dinsdale Denadome. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, everything announced. Let's go through here. I'm just time stamping. First off, everywhere... Announced from ex-Rockstar developer, uh, developer Build-A-Rocket Boy Games. (laughs) kind of a cool studio name. uh, Which includes former lead dev of the GTA series at Rockstar Games, Leslie Benzies. No. Has revealed a first look at its brand new IP called Everywhere, the open world game. Aims to blend thrilling gameplay, creativity, adventure, and discovery in a multi-world gaming experience. Hmm. This sounds like one of those games that gets announced at the beginning of every console cycle (laughs) and then doesn't come out for 10 years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it sounds very uh just from the way you said that reminds me of that oh man I can't remember the name of it now the do you remember the connect game that Lionhead was making the Fable Studio I feel like I know which game was And you're it was like about? a living girl like a like you took care of this little girl basically and like she was you helped her explore this world It just that is the best example to me of oh here's this new tech and here's this game we're going to make for it and like if you read one of my favorite pieces of I've mentioned it a few times but one of my favorite pieces of games journalism ever is the Eurogamer piece on Eurogamer piece on Lionhead's closing Yeah. because it's literally like the entire history of Lionhead and if you read that part of it They were like, yeah, they were promising things that no one said they could deliver. Like, everyone told them it wasn't possible. And Peter Molyneux was like, nah, we can make it happen. It it didn't happen. Yeah. It sounds like one of those. But maybe it'll be cool. I don't know.
0: Long time before we'll get to know more information, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's just the Michelle Branch song. Maybe you press play and (laughs) it's everywhere. If that becomes the new. If that becomes
0: the gaming equivalent of Never Gonna Give You Up, like you download a game for free, (laughs) but then it's just Everywhere by Michelle Branch. That's a win. Fine with me. That's a dub. Dune Awakening. Gets a new trailer, uh, Dune Awakening uh, from Funcom, a open world survival MMO set in the Dune universe.
1: You almost had me. Yeah, you almost had me. It <laughs> looks they, a little cool. Then you said MMO. Right <laughs> now I'm out. I, Dune is a cool universe. I it, it, did you watch Dune not the movie? Yet. It's very interesting because the movie is good. Yeah, but it's so predicated on whether the sequel is good or not. Right. Like it's all set. up. I heard about that. Um, it, like almost all of it's set up. Not that nothing happens in the movie, but. All of it is leading to something bigger, and I'm curious when this game will come out. I'm assuming it'll be after Dune Two right. because they're filming Dune Two right now. Just um, so like should call it tune. Uh but I'm curious how that'll work if it's going to be like in the same universe as the movie, or not same universe in the same timeline as the universe. I right. assume it's just going to be.
0: I, it look the aesthetic universe-y. of the cutscene looks straight out of the movie. It does, and so, I think they're
1: using that Dune logo too. I think so, which I really like. I like that logo.
0: Sony. Reveals the DualSense Edge for PlayStation 5. So the long-rumored, basically, version of an elite controller Yeah. PS5.
1: Yeah. Looks cool. It does look cool. I'm really curious about... I, I, I just watched the little like, teaser because there's mm-hmm. not much on it. It seemed to be like these little wheels at the bottom yeah. of the thumbstick. like So on the underside... Hold on. Uh,
0: we got props.
1: Sorry for audio listeners, but for video <clears> listeners, there <throat> are... Uh, or video watchers, I should say. There are two wheels on the underside of where the thumbsticks sit, and I don't know what those are going to be used for. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a if that's another. or look like wheels. They might just be buttons, but yeah. they have like grips on them, like a mouse wheel. Um, so I'm not sure if maybe that's to tighten like sensitivity, because mm, uh, yeah. I know you can do that on the Xbox Elite controllers. But it, it's a very interesting little thing because a lot of times, I don't know. I feel like that might be in the way because I feel like my fingers rest there. Right. I don't know. Anyway, that's the thing that I noticed about it. But yeah, I'm all for an elite controller for PlayStation.
0: I am too. But mostly my desire for controllers like this is less like additional like input options like Mm -hmm. the wheels or like the back pedals, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I just want higher quality versions of the inputs that are already there. Totally. I want nicer triggers, you know, more kinetic mechanical buttons, buttons. whatever. Yeah. Uh, So my hope is that is a part of this, as well as color customization, which does not really seem like they were indicating that, at least not yet. But if they're smart, they'll lean into that just the way Xbox did. Yes. The Callisto Protocol gets new gameplay. Uh, New gameplay revealed for the upcoming horror title. The Callisto Protocol creator Glenn Schofield appeared on stage to give fans another quick hit of information about the game.
1: We've seen this somewhere.
0: The Callisto Protocol? Yes,
1: I know this name. Now I've got to look it up.
0: Yeah, I remember us watching some... Is this an e3 Some thing, conference. Maybe? i think so um i do, i don't remember much about it The I think is this Protocol. the this might be the one that's the former dead space it is bellies. the former
1: dead space guy and it kind of wow. the cover the cover is very death stranding right uh but yeah sure cool i mean yeah. people love doom i or it's one doom. of those is like uh, dead space. If, review,
0: if you make a good game you'll catch my attention yep. but not before i know if it's good or not and it's also horror so yeah now, this caught me off guard. Oh, no. The Lords of the Fallen gets new title and trailer. Do you remember Lords of the Fallen? No. Do you remember the first Lords of the Fallen? No. This was like an early-ish PS4, Xbox One cycle game, like a Souls-like. Okay. Very like generic Souls-like game. That somehow Oh, I've seen this yeah, 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 this key art of this dude. It's probably been on sale a thousand times. Yeah, that's why it's always somehow on sale. has gotten a sequel, but or maybe a reboot because it's just called The Lords of the Fallen. Huh. Uh, it was originally called Lords of the Fallen 2, according to this article. What's now just called The Lords of the Fallen received a new trailer during Opening Night Live it's developer developer, Hexworks Studio is still targeting a 2023 release date for the Souls like. I'm shocked this game is getting a sequel.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, that's really surprising. I, I want to say that
0: I either got it on plus or mm. really really cheap one time yeah. and tried it and I'm like you just this is just Souls but worse. Okay, fair so, enough. Unless they really wow me with, you know, some updated mechanics or unique mechanics right. count me out. Moving Out 2. No. Oh, wow. A uh, short and sweet trailer revealed that Moving Out 2, a sequel to 2020's couch co-op classic, is officially in development. A classic. Is I know. Yeah, it's a heavy,
1: heavy line Especially there, Dan
0: I haven't heard of Moving Out. So
1: I have. It's like, uh, it's like Overcooked, but you're moving packages. Okay. Uh, you may have seen gameplay. It's one of those games that's been in like Sizzle Reels at E3s a lot.
0: Yeah, I can tell um, that by the art style. Yeah,
1: but I, I watched a few people. I think I watched like somebody on YouTube play it or streamers play it or something. It's cute, but sure. I don't know that. I don't think it's. I don't think it ever reached the level of like an Overcooked. So to call it a classic is a little strong, but good for <laughs> the developer. Hope they make money.
0: Hogwarts Legacy receives a new story trailer. <clears throat> a brand new trailer was shown for the upcoming Harry Potter Universe game, Hogwarts Legacy. This time focusing on the game's story. Players will seemingly be tempted into using dark magic while at Hogwarts, which, no, surprise, no. surprise, doesn't end well. <laughs> Count me in on the dark magic if I play the game, which is right now a lesser probability than it was when the game was announced because of a lot of things. <laughs> yes, yes
1: uh the dark magic is just trying to cancel people on twitter jk rowling's just upset still and she's like oh they're dark magic
0: maybe i could just kill harry potter in the game (laughs) that'd be cool that'd be cool i play as voldemort oh yeah that'd be neat or create you know is that how that story ends i don't know (laughs) i don't either there's the fucking the cursed child the bonus thing this was like the eighth i don't think it was a it was just a play what? do you not know about the cursed child? No, so like I don't know the, anything about Harry. Potter, There's Man. the seven books. Yeah, but then there was like af- long after the seven Curse, books. Curse of the Phoenix. <laughs> that's the, the order. Prison of Order. Prison <laughs> of Azkaban. You're close. What? Is, it's the the uh, what's the <laughs> goblet? What's the goblet full of? Fire. There you go those hallows are deathly they are deadly deathly deathly. it is deathly, deathly right? definitely hallows what's
1: what's the last one called
0: that's the that's the last oh, one the, the next to last one is the half blood prince
1: oh yeah that's the one i forget
0: which is not hair i don't i think it's snape we're like I, i'm like 50 <laughs> percent in because i i loved the i i don't even wouldn't go as far to say love really really liked the movies growing up yeah never read any of the books sure um We've talked about this for too long already, (laughs) considering neither of us are probably going to play the game. No, that's true. Now, very excited about this. New Tales from the Borderlands officially revealed. I didn't see that. uh, Despite being announced back in April. So this was like in development, but we'd never seen or heard anything more about it. Right. Uh, Leaked last week and then confirmed uh, by Jeff Keighley ahead of the show, and it was finally revealed at the show called, well... New Tales from the Borderlands. (laughs) Okay, that's cool. The trailer showed plenty of the classic comedy that fans of the original game were fans of. Uh, Can be played October 21st of this year. Oh, shit, that's soon. Uh,
1: Sneaky game of the year, Contender.
0: Maybe. We'll see. I just don't trust Telltale at all anymore. Uh, As much as I loved and have said this is my favorite Telltale game ever, uh, narrowly edging out the Walking Dead games uh, by a mile edging out Batman. Dude. Uh, And we've talked about that. That Batman game. It's brutal. It's bad. Uh, But I love Tales from the Borderlands. uh, So hoping that it lives up to the first one. Uh,
1: Shout out to, uh, shout out to the time that I finished Tales from the Borderlands and you all were here, uh, but then I think you left for some reason and Brandon stayed for the end of it and it was like an hour longer than we both (laughs) expected. So we were just kind of miserably playing through the other. Sounds about right. Brandon is.
0: This is one of Brandon's uniquely. His games. yes. Uh, me and him both love it, but he's like he isn't into as many games as me. So for him to be into this game as yeah. much, if not more, than me, is fun.
1: Yeah, uh, I I slightly like Walking Dead more, and I think it's on the same level t- for me as uh, Wolf Among Us. I mm. almost called it Wolf of Wall Street, like I always do. Uh, I really like Wolf Among Us as well, yeah. but those are that's the golden era
0: dying light 2 stay human expansion detailed too many words uh, the first major story expansion called bloody ties received a new trailer uh will release october 13th i still haven't gone back to dying light 2 mm. after playing a few hours of it it's just kind of more dying light but i skinny our friend brandon yeah uh, who we also call skinny <laughs> yeah
1: that that's a long story yes yeah.
0: but he also played this game because he also loves dying light Uh, And he played some of this, and his critique was very apt, I thought, which is that you fight a lot of humans. Mm, It's less zombie centric than the first game, and there are like factions that you're supposed to join and do all that. It's like I don't really care about this stuff, right? Like I almost liked Dying Light one when it harkened back more to like Minecraft, when it was Mm. like I just need to go run errands during the day and then get the fuck back to my base, yeah, Uh, and less this you know character drama and the factions in the city and all that stuff. Uh, So, until something draws me back in, I'm certainly not buying the expansion. Mm. Tortuga, A Pirate's Tale, was revealed. The Breaking Bad? Not much is known about the game at this moment, but it was confirmed to be in development for PlayStation, Xbox, and (laughs) PC. So, really little. All right. Uh, I'm guessing it's just a sort of knockoff of like the Rogue One, Black Flag-style Assassin's Creed ship Mm. combat. Or maybe with some sea Great. thieves thrown in there. We need more of that. Yeah. Especially with Skull and Bones still out there <laughs> in the ether. <laughs> Where it will remain forever. Marauders enters early access this October. It's a tactical first-person shooter uh, with a October release date for entering early access. Okay. Cool. Yep. No Maraud. Sonic Frontiers. Oh, shit. Officially confirmed for November. Oh, uh, wow. Despite the release date and trailer leaking early... They confirmed that it will be released on November 8th. Low-key excited. Hope it's not bad. 100% expecting that it probably will be relatively bad. Mm. But this is one of those games that I'm like, if it's at least a 7, I might be in. So is this the one... This what, is the Breath is, of the Wild, Sonic.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> right. that's right. Thank you. I don't. Do, do need that. to hear more than that. No, uh, Marauders also doesn't look great. Yeah, <laughs> it looks very, very generic. choked up about it. <laughs>
0: doesn't look great. It's like uh, it's a. Well, they describe Rainbow it as, Six Marauders.
1: Well, they describe it as a tactical first-person shooter, and I'm like, mm, and all the, the,
0: that, the that means I need to play it with someone else.
1: This is the most generic key art I've ever seen wow. for a game. <laughs>
0: Marauders and Rainbow Six. I'll put it on the screen. Uh, what was it called again? Quarantine. <laughs> Whatever it Quarantine, ended up being parasite called. Parasite outbreak. Yeah. Et one cetera. of those. Yeah. Uh, those. That game and this game are both just games that Michael's son in GTA V would be playing.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're 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 TV show games. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Under the Waves revealed from Quantic Dream and Parallel Studio.
1: Wait, what?
0: A new narrative-driven adventure game called Under the Waves. Uh, about an oil company diver in the 1970s who is exploring the depths of the North Sea. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this is the most, like, niche, dramatic game I've ever heard. Uh, That's expected so specific. to be released next year.
1: I mean, Quantic Dream makes cool That stuff. sounds kind of cool. It does sound cool. I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah.
0: Clearly, if it's expected to be released next year, so not confirmed, still a ways away. Yeah. So we'll look to see more. That's Still a waves away. Oh. All right, I'll leave. Goat Simulator 3. God, gets why? first gameplay.
1: <laughs> why? The joke is up. I know people like those games, but who wants to watch Goat Simulator or yeah. play Goat Simulator anymore?
0: Uh, Return to Monkey Island arrives in September. I did see this.
1: I'm kind of curious about it. Uh, I played some of the Monkey Island games as a kid.
0: Uh, I don't know if this was intentional. Okay. It's uh, coming out on September 19th. Otherwise known as Intentional Talk Like a Pirate Day. <laughs> that's awesome. And if they meant that's to do totally that, that's purpose. pretty fun.
1: Yeah, is it still because that's a Lucas Art game, right? I don't
0: know anything about Monkey Island. Eh? I
1: think I think Lucas made that game.
0: Subnautica developer reveals sci-fi game written by Brandon Sanderson. Oh, the the that's an that's like a real author. He's like he does a like Wheel of Time. Is that what he does? A digital tabletop strategy game written by Brandon Sanderson called Moonbreaker. Oh no, wait, Brandon Sanderson is that? Hold on, is that the guy? No, oh, yeah, that is the author. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not familiar. So he does uh is it Wheel of Time? No. He's like a big like sci-fi or like fantasy author. Well, that's good. Yeah, he's like that's like a name. Yeah. I don't know books at all, but I've seen that name
0: several times. Uh Friends versus Friends is a colorful new card deck based shooter the fuck does that mean? Um, I like card-based games. And one of the most bizarre combinations of games, Friends versus Friends, revealed to be a first-person shooter with card-deck-based ability system. I
1: think I've seen this. It's Gameplay.
0: Like, I and mean, Here's the little stinger of the art, as you can see. Very colorful, almost like Nick at Night. Yeah, I'm like, kind of into or this. Adult Swim arty. I'm kind of into you know? this idea. Lies of P. Remember Lies of P? <laughs> wow, I do. The Pinocchio Souls-like. Yes, I light. do. God. Uh, new Souls-like set in a dark bell epoch world. Uh, let's see. Based on the story of Pinocchio, the player must guide him on a journey to become a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a great directive for No game. other details like a, new, a release date or anything like All that. All right. Stranded Alien Dawn, revealed with cinematic trailer. It's a trailer, bad title. Uh, a game in which players must venture to a dangerous new world to fight for survival. Described as a planet survival sim. Yikes. Don't know about that. Doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Uh, Sand is your weapon in (laughs) Atlas Fallen. I
1: thought it was called Sand is your weapon. It's a better title. I'm just reading
0: the headline. That's more fun. Uh, Focus Home Home Interactive has announced Atlas Fallen, a new game from Deck 13 where the player's primary weapon is sand. Uh, Two warriors fighting Monster Hunter-style beasties using shape-shifting weapons made of sand and sand-based abilities. It gets everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> nice little bit of uh
1: editorializing there from the Dinsdale. Uh
0: Homeworld 3 receives new gameplay. God, screw these games. Yeah, sure. Do you know what Homeworld is? Not really. It's like a
1: sci-fi strategy game, That's I think. That's what it kind of looked like. I've played one of them one time because somebody donated money for me to play it and I was like, "Why would you? Why?"
0: At first I thought it was Homefront 3. Remember Homefront? Oh, yeah, I do. Apparently Homefront 2 was ass. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Genshin Impact's trailer shares first look at Sumeru region. Oh, So a little bit of an expansion there. Job Simulator VR developer unveils new game and honestly, we don't really know what it's about. It appears to be something to do with eating, but <laughs> given that a title hasn't even been confirmed, very little information is currently available. <laughs> That's funny. People love Job Simulator, man. And then another Genshin Impact it says Genshin Impact devs Honkai Starfleet, Hang on. There's these words. (laughs) There's a lot of proper nouns happening. Genshin Impact Devs possessive. Yes. yes. Hunkai Star Rail receives story trailer. Oh, my God. So, Hunkai Star Rail is the game. That's
1: awful. It's an awful name.
0: Not even going to read anything else about it.
1: Star Rail?
0: High on life trailer reveals incredibly insulting weapons. So this is the Rick and Morty.
1: Yes. The more I've seen of it, the less I might be in because yeah. it's a lot.
0: I've heard people like say that it was a little like it's getting cringy.
1: Yeah, it is. They're, they released some. I think IGN had a video today of the knife that you pick up. All the weapons yeah. talk to you. Right. And the knife's just like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Right. I'm a <laughs> knife. This is fucking great. And it just it's like, OK, yeah, you're, you're running the joke in the ground way too early.
0: The Expanse gets a new trailer and release window, which is summer 2023. Isn't that the show? Uh, Isn't there a show called The, the one, Expanse? Well, it's from Telltale, so I think it's oh, the one. that's it's, like, is it? I guess asynchronous. Like, there's a show, and then there's oh god, what was that game? You remember the game that
1: there was a game and a TV show on Sci-Fi forever ago. This was like PS early PS4 days. I was this the say. Quantic Dream game?
0: No. Or no remedy. It was remedy. Was it Wasn't remedy?
1: It? No, no. You're thinking of, um, you're thinking of. Oh God, Quantic Break. No, what is Quantum Break? Quantum Break. Yeah, that is what I'm thinking of. Uh, no, this was like, oh, shit. It was another vague sci-fi title. Mm. But the only thing I know about it, and we might be able to ask him, is our buddy Hank's brother.
0: Oh,
1: Trey yes. played a ton of this game. And I think Hank played some of it too. Interesting. I'm gonna try to find it. Killer
0: Clowns from Outer Space is becoming a multiplayer game. (laughs) Which is, of all the IP to pull, this freaking movie. Yeah. Uh, Due out early 2023. Scars Above gets a new cinematic trailer, a dark sci-fi action game. Uh, That's a cool name. Scars Above. Mm, It is. Fallout and Skyrim veteran Jeff Gardner is making a new RPG. Uh, It's called Word Song. W Y R D. Uh, S-O-N-G. Good pedigree, at least. Yeah. Uh, The game
1: and show were called
0: Defiance. I remember this It was a late PS3 game. It was an MMO, kind of Destiny-ish. Age of Empires IV, Ottomans and Malians announced. Okay. Shout out to the Ottomans. Gotham Knights, launching earlier than expected, October 21st. Huh. I'm still like, oh... God, that seems way
1: too soon for a game that I know very little about. I know.
0: Or but that I also know a lot about, or at least <laughs> cared ish about the series. I feel overexposed and underexposed to that game. Yeah. Where winds meet. Open world set in a medieval China. Mm. Cool ish. That does sound interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going for more open world stuff. Uh,
0: Hideo Kojima is starting a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, biggest news from the whole show. That's the exact kind of thing that would be announced at anything that Jeff Keighley has a I know. thing to do with. He's like
1: scraping the bottom of the barrel with, with Kojima. He's like, dude,
0: do you have anything to announce? <laughs> park Beyond, new amusement park sim. Uh, we,
1: need, we need another one of those that's not... uh, Oh, not Roller Coaster Tycoon. What's the Planet Coaster? That's it.
0: <laughs> I'm burning through the because now we've entered into like, the Yeah, we're in the nitty gritty. There's now an official Pokemon Mini, like the car. Oh, like a Mini Cooper? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's cool. 2D, th- 2D dash 3D. Which one is it? Hack and slash <laughs> Phantom Hellcat revealed. Is it two and a half D or it is says it 2D 3D? Oh. I don't
1: know what that means. Yeah. Maybe it
0: shifts perspectives. Maybe. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide new trailer. How many freaking
1: Warhammer games are there? Dorf Romantic. Yeah, this game, people love Dorf. No, I'm not even joking. Oh, okay. Coming to Switch. It's like a puzzle. People love this puzzle game. or like It's like a city building thing, I think. I can't remember, but... Cool. Uh, people really like Dorf Romantic a lot. I saw a couple tweets about it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to scroll through here quickly just to see if there's anything else worth talking sure. about. Sure. Dead Island 2, we saw a little <laughs> bit more of that. <laughs> we, we did see the uh, game that
1: didn't die, apparently. That's pretty good. Hey, thanks.
0: Uh, yeah. Actually, we were damn near the end, but that was the last thing worth giving a shit about. Like, okay. And like... I want, I hope Dead Island Two is like Dying Light One. Is mm. my only hope. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know. All right. So that's it for Gamescom. Which of those excites you the most? I don't know. I'd have to scroll like five minutes back to the top. <laughs> I'm gonna say DualSense. DualSense. The Pro DualSense was cool. cool I'll agree with the It was the coolest announcement. Uh, yeah. Not that I'm excited about it, but it was been. In, it's been in gestation long enough, and because it gives Bloodborne vibes, I'm curious about Lies of P. <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah, why not? It'd be fun to play. All right. Let's burn through these other few stories here pretty quick. Okay, Uh, we've gotten our first brief look at HBO's The Last of Us. We have, uh, including Pedro Pascal's Joel voice and Nick Offerman as Bill. Yes, which is like maybe the best casting of all time.
1: What's funny though is that (laughs) the uh, oh, and his name escapes me now. The actor who played Bill in the game was in Deadwood. And he's oh. like a real like stage actor. So it's funny they didn't get him. I understand they got off him because yeah. it's a bigger name.
0: Did they mocap
1: it after this guy too? Yes. Okay. He looks a lot like him. Sure. Like When I played it, I was like, wait, is that the dude from Deadwood? And I looked at the list. "Is <laughs> um, one of
0: those things. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Peter Pascal sounds...
0: Just like Joel. I was going to say, and the line is a line from a very pivotal scene in the first game. I
1: think all of the lines in the trailer were from the game That directly. wouldn't shock me. Um, there wasn't
0: a lot. We haven't heard much dialogue.
1: No, it was like one Joel line, I think one Ellie line maybe. Uh, and that might have been it. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a very much a teaser.
0: You have no idea what loss is.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I'm, I'm worried about okay. right now. I'm going to give you my hesitance. Look, looks great. Love that all the dialogue is from directly from the game. Uh, it's obvious that the showrunner uh, who did uh, Chernobyl mm. is like all in on The Last of Us. He changed his profile picture to Ellie. It's still Ellie. Like he's he's a huge fan of the game, so that's good. Only thing that worries me: not sure about the Ellie casting yet.
0: I was gonna say, I agree. Not sure about it. Mainly that's just because I'm not familiar with her. Sure. So she was on Game of Thrones, I think. Right. Yeah, she was.
1: Uh, but I did not get, and this is gonna be a really difficult thing okay. because. Ellie was acted by an adult woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this is a child actor who, you know, is a child. In reality, she's probably
0: like 16.
1: Yeah, she's I a teenager. She sure. Is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how she is either. But like, she is still very young. So she may not be able to capture the charisma of a tenured actor such yeah. as Ashley Johnson. That's my only worry is that she's not going to. Be as charismatic as Ellie is in the original game. But we still have a lot to see. I'm not going to judge her yet.
0: But my sort of reverse of that is that while I have I share the same slight trepidation, mm-hmm. part of me is like, I'm not expecting as much out of her. Sure. Like she could blow me away. That's absolutely true. And yeah, I, I don't, don't want to judge anything happens. yet. Um, like, she could just be like, oh shit, this girl brought her own... Like Ellie to the right, table. and that's
1: totally cool. Like I, I yeah, like I said, yeah. I don't, I don't
0: want to judge anything yet. No. That's the
1: only hesitancy I can have. Yeah, uh, have you seen the shot for shot Mm-mm. of the the trailer and the video game? No, like there are scenes, like every scene is pulled from. Like the game setting yeah and like it's really, well i it's knew really cool. that
0: joel line i'm like knowing exactly what scene it's from and looking like where he is in that frame yeah i'm like oh that just you extrapolate out like, oh they're gonna do this this this, this. yeah oh, i'm so yeah. excited
1: yeah i'm really excited too
0: next up psvr2 gets a release window <laughs> early 2023 some people still can't get ps5s but yet <laughs> here's some more hardware uh Still don't care. Me neither.
1: Does it have, it has wires, right? They've confirmed that. All right. Well, don't give a shit about it.
0: (laughs) Don't give a shit about (laughs) it. I just wonder if it's like, we'll have to wait literally until like another console for it to be powerful. Like another PlayStation for it to be powerful enough to run VR wirelessly. Sure. Like how, how long have we had VR now? In any like Like, real
1: sense? Like Like, when was the first Oculus? I assume it's been about a decade right maybe, maybe a little, a little less l- little i was under. thinking like
0: 2014 2015 ish do you think vr has a future yes maybe in a different form factor i don't yeah but i don't think it has i
1: it's it's been pretty proven that it is not the landscape changer that people and tech at least like not this yet. never is yeah but just like the Wii motion controls weren't and, and you know connect wasn't all that kind of stuff but I I still think it has more practical uses outside of video games than it does in video games. And Right now I agree. I'm curious what the next
0: 10 years or so of VR are going to look like. Yeah, cuz I mean, you have to want like you don't want to get too like Star Trekky with this, but it's like <laughs> at what point does the technology have to advance to for me to buy in? And it is a lot. Yeah, me too. Like the like, you know, VR treadmills and shit are like so impractical, but it's <laughs> like I kind of want to try one. Yeah, sure. You know, and see how that changes the experience.
1: But right now, it's still one of those things that, like, you know, one person who has it and you go try it out and you're like, well, that was fun for a night. And that's it. I agree. Like, one person invests and everybody plays it, and that's it.
0: Last little story here. Apparently, the Saints Row reboot is not great. It's not good. Uh, It's Metacritic score, at least on PS5, is currently sitting at 63, and at Xbox, it was sitting at 65. Yikes! That's not good. Uh, It's not good for a reboot, especially. Right. Because it's like you've spent your capital getting people into this game with the name. Right. And now... You can only do this once. Exactly. And now you might have butchered any chance you had at an actual reboot of a series. Yeah. So...
1: So here's the thing. <clears throat> uh, I watched... I read a little bit of uh, Blessing's review of it and, like, on his takes on Blessing it. Blessing at Yo Yoye Jr. Shout out uh, from Kind of Funny. But then I also watched uh, Ray Narvaez. I watched, like, the first... He played maybe the first two hours on stream. Yeah. And it just looks kind of rough. Mm. Like, it's... It's... It, it's not... As much of a change from Saints Row that, as I thought it would be. Mm. Like, it still looks, the UI is still very Saints Row 3 and 4. Um, and the, the tone is kind of all over the place. The visuals aren't that great. Uh, the shooting doesn't look particularly good or accurate. Yeah. Like, he was kind of, he kept making note of how he was basically like tracing enemies yeah. instead of hitting them. Um, it, yeah. It's it, it just, the dialogue didn't catch me. I don't know. I don't know if that kind of game is just outdated now. Like, I don't know if I were to go back and play Saints Row 3 if I would enjoy it as much as I did at one point. But it just, it doesn't look that fun.
0: Yeah. I think, I guess I didn't really think of this at the time when they announced that the series was going to be rebooted. Yeah. But I guess at the end of the day, the game that I was hoping for, not exactly, but more so, because, like, it was always a GTA clone, more or less. Yeah, it was. I wanted it to turn into, like, Sunset Overdrive. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Something a different on like an open world shooter. A little more like cartoony. Cartoony, arcadey. Yeah. Obviously they had the pedigree to do something like that. And it seems like they sort of even backed off of how zany the series was. Yeah. And created just sort of another generic e open world shooter, which is kind of a shame.
1: It's also apparently very repetitive. Yeah, okay. Which is
0: never a good sign. No, I hate that in an open world game. Yep. So, I'm out. Probably on forever. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: it could be a plus game. Maybe I'll try it.
0: That's true. Well... That's it for the news. All right. M- in great time. We enter into what is going to be a three-episode series. That's right, baby. We got a trilogy. Of main topics. Uh, I mentioned earlier, we are back in football season. Literally an hour and a half-ish from now, we are going to go do our fantasy football draft for the year. As such, I thought that we would celebrate the season with a little bit of a draft of our own. But it turned into three. Yes, uh, yeah. It did. And what it's going to be is decade drafts. Yeah, and we're going to be drafting games from the 1990s, as this episode, the 2000s for the next episode, and then the 2010s after that. And we have broken it down into genres. Do you have the list of genres? Handy? I do. The genres are
1: shooter, platformer, Metroidvania, action adventure, RPG, fighting, family. Sports, Puzzle, Horror, Party, Multiplayer, Casual, Wild Card, and a game that we're calling this last one Underrated Games, uh, or games that are a Metacritic below 75. Or at least
0: like a ratings aggregate.
1: Some sort of aggregate rating it below 75.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's 15 categories. We're each going to pick one game per category. Yes in each decade and so today is the 1990s uh and the way it works is we're not going in any sort of order outside of the pick order uh we're right. not going like we're picking this genre first because we're like in a fantasy draft you don't okay it's not the quarterback round right. it's not the running round. right you bounce around to the best players available we're going to bounce around to the best games available and once you've picked your game in that category You moved on. But that gives us the opportunity to basically poach picks from each other. Yes. Uh, It will be snake style, which for two people means one of us will pick first, and then we will alternate two, 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 two until we're done.
1: What did we draft before? We just drafted video games one time, We
0: drafted uh, the fighting game rosters.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, you've heard us do snake drafts before. But, yeah, someone will
0: start, and then the next person will get two picks. Next person will get two picks and so on. That's the fair way to break it down. Yes. Uh, is there any other details I'm omitting? Uh,
1: just how we define some of the genres, right. which I'm going to go through them again, just in, just quicker. So, shooter, platformer, Metroidvania, action adventure, RPG, fighting, family, sports, puzzle, horror, party, multiplayer, casual, wild card, and the Metacritic below seventy-five. Uh, so the the definition of family was basically just games you could play as a kid. Yeah. Uh, because especially the '90s are not really early on in video games but they're still kind of becoming a thing so you know family games is, is kind of broad mm-hmm. um casual games as well we kind of just defined as just games that are casual i think this is just a feeling thing like yeah. most games i doubt
0: we'll override one another but no. i'm pretty sure we've narrowed our picks down enough that they're fine
1: yes uh and then i think that's kind of it as far and then wild card can be anything you want yeah so it's like, just kind of a bonus pick.
0: Even though, like, you might think it's genreless, but it's really just our personal pick, whatever we feel like we want to grab. Yep. Yeah. So at this point, all that's left to decide is who goes first. Should we flip a coin? Might as well. All right, I'll go grab a coin. Okay. Vamp. Vampires. Twilight. You ever seen Twilight? I've seen it once, relatively recently. Uh, I don't quite understand. Some of the intricacies of the series, especially as it gets into later, especially Jacob doing the whatever thing, like bonding with the baby, which means he's supposed to have like a future sexual relationship with this infant. Uh, obviously, when she is of an age, that that would be appropriate. Um, but, you oh, know. we're talking about Twilight? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Apparently, uh, werewolves uh, <laughs> imprint on people as soon as they see them.
1: Oh, because right, I said vamp and you said vampires. Right. All right, call it here. Heads. I did the wrong
0: one. It is heads. So that means I pick which one. Do you I want the first do. pick? No. <laughs> All right. Because I want the I want the two. You in want quick two succession, and three. So All you right. go f- with the first pick, which means you'll also get the last pick.
1: Yes. Uh, because then it'll be even. Right. Um. Hmm. See, now I have mine broken down by category, and so I don't have a power ranking like I would for
0: a fantasy draft. Right. And mine's the same way. Like I've got the list in order that you just read it, and my options for each. But I'm just sort of going to be flipping around yes, which one I that's, want. That's what I'm doing too. But I've got my eyes on a few early.
1: All right. For my first overall pick, give me Super Mario World.
0: Out of the platformer category. That's right. That's a good pick, and that was one that I had my eye on.
1: I uh, there, There's a lot of really good platformers from the 90s. You could say that's probably the best era for platformers. Yeah. Um, pretty strongly. But Super Mario World is my favorite. I, I like it more than 64. I think it holds up better than 64. Uh, I think it's one of the best examples of game design ever and it i literally played it a little bit when we drove back from the beach mm-hmm. and it holds up
0: very well no i mean among the games that i've got listed here it's arguably the best game mm. and, i mean i think plenty of people would i think almost everyone would sense would consider it among the best games ever made sure agreed all right that means i get two now yep and i can now hold off i can wait on platformer you can for later that's true so i'll do that uh, and then i got to think of which of these has one that's just a standout of the genre.
1: Oh, right. Because you were, you were explaining your logic a little bit earlier right. that you want to go for things that there's one clear, obvious answer.
0: Right. Because you went the route of there's lots of great platformers, but you went with one of the best games I, ever. I want the game, yeah. I want the premiere game. But there's a lot of great platformers versus maybe I should go with a category where there's not as many of great examples. Sure. Except for one. And while I don't think this is quite the case with the pick that I think I'm going to go with. Okay. I think I'm going to go. You're taking wild card first? <laughs> no. I think I'm going to go out of the action adventure genre. Okay. I think I'm going to go Metal Gear Solid. Oh, that was one of the ones I had. Very good. Uh, to sort of depart from the, I mean, Nintendo... Had a pretty dominant decade. They did. Uh, there there were several Nintendo contenders. <laughs> You're going to see a of lot of them. genre. Yeah. Uh, but to sort of differentiate my catalog, uh, I'll go with MGS as my first pick. From there, I think I have to circle back to Nintendo. Oh, okay. Because the if there was any game on this list, and this is not the critics' choice, this I'm going to go with personal preference. Okay. And I'll go with RPG. Okay. And I got to go with Pokemon Red and Blue. Damn it.
1: Yeah. That was... I almost took that with my first pick.
0: Because I was... That was one of the ones that I'm like, while there are other... Some of the greatest RPGs of all time out of the 90s, you're going to get a lot of fan you know praise for Pokemon. Mm, totally.
1: Ooh. Okay. We might need some genre clarification on some of these. I'm gonna sure. Look, I'm going to look something up real okay. quick. Hold on. Um. I kind of don't know exactly where this falls and it might be, you know, sometimes games are a hybrid Mm -hmm. so it might not matter too much, but um okay, yeah, we'll wait. Alright, you've got two picks I've got two picks now, interesting, okay um
0: hmm he's really sitting on it I am okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna, man I've got a few that I'm like waiting on big time. Ah, some of these are tough. Okay, give me give
1: me one second. Okay. I need to look up something really quick. Uh just need to know. Okay. Um I'm gonna take Mm, this might be a little divisive. Okay. Give me. I'm really stalling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> give me Mortal Kombat 2. Oh. In the fighting genre. Wow. Not a pick that I think you'll take, but I oh. think it deserves to go this high. Uh, there's one other game that I think will get taken now in the fighting genre.
0: But I don't know. I've got two. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay. Uh, Mm. I think this is one of my favorite Mortal Kombat's ever. I like the first one a lot. I think two is better in every way, Um, and it's my favorite of like the early arcade ones. And uh, yeah, I just I really like Mortal Kombat. Fascinating. My second pick. hmm. Okay, I need to look one other date up because I (laughs) I wrote this down thinking, and I'm like, "Mm, this may actually be earlier. Um, There were a few that veered into like 85 to 90 that I was looking at. Damn it. Okay. That's 89. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to take in (laughs) the. Oh,
0: man. This is tough. It is tough. Especially for a few that I'm like, I've got neck-and-neck neck contenders at the top. Give me Goldeneye. Damn it! It's a shooter. It's
1: probably the best shooter of that era. Uh, it's one of the only shooters I played that early. And, uh, I, you know, I had some others there that I may be more preferential to, but I think Goldeneye is a more genre-defining game and a better just overall game.
0: You're making me adjust my strategy on the fly here. <laughs> That's what drafts about, That's what's about, tricky baby. about it, Yeah. All right. So it circles back to me for two selections. And which ones do I want to burn? So now I can hold off on a few. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go to the sports category. Okay. And I've got to pick the tail end of the 90s, 1999. Oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater oh, 1.
1: Very good. Nicely done. I did not uh, I didn't have it. I, I was
0: very excited to confirm that the first <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out in 1999 and not like 2000 or 2001. Yeah. Uh I had there obviously there's a lot of sports options out there yes, but wrong. the genre really came into its own in the 3D era and this was one of the, you know, preeminent early oh, sports franchises what's that so about? I was like hell yeah, give me Thps. Uh, so then, that was my third pick. Thps. With my fourth pick, such a dumb pick for what We'll I do. see now. Okay, here's here's my thought process. There's a game. Okay, you chose your fighting game. Yep. It's seemingly with an assumption of what game that I would then pivot to. Yes. And if you were right, I and I could do that. Hypothetically, sure, but the fighting game that one of the fighting games that I could have picked, yes, overlaps with a couple of other categories. Yes, it does. So it's like, <laughs> do I burn it on one of those categories to prevent you from getting it? Oh, because you could okay. still do it. Uh, yeah, I could. <laughs> and I think I am going to have to. Okay. So with my multiplayer selection, I am going to go with oh. Super Smash yeah. Brothers. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I am like, there you could lump it in with family. Party. Yep. So it's still on the table for you to steal, but not anymore. Yes. Yeah, that
1: was was what I was thinking you might do.
0: Um, That was the other thing. So that means Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. It's still still open. I never really. It's still open. I was never really a uh, Street Fighter guy. No, me neither. I've never been a fighting game guy, but I know hardcore fighting game people love Street Fighter 2. I got like
1: four categories to mark Smash Bros. out on. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. I get two picks now. These are fun. I'm gonna go. Got my shooter. Got my platformer. Got my fighting game. Oh man! Give me in the multiplayer category. Okay. Give me Super Mario Kart. Damn. I it's it's not as good as the later Mario Karts, but It's still freaking awesome. And, uh, you know, it set the the precedent for what is one of the best series uh, ever Hmm. in in video game.
0: And (sighs) so just to confirm, you took GoldenEye as your shooter. Yes. And so then you took, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, multiplayer game was Mario Kart. Right. Uh, Trust me, I did almost take Crash Bash. (laughs) <laughs> but I I, I stayed Crash away Pass from Crash came out in the 90s, I believe so. Huh. I know that Crash 3 was in the 90s, so I'm like, it must be yeah, close. Yeah, it, must have been. it was a PS1 game. It was. Oh no, it was November 8, 2000. Wow. So it was after the original trilogy. That's interesting. Okay, I would have thought it was at the height. Um. All right. Now I'm gonna need some clarification here. Okay. But I I think this is right. Genre-wise, all right. For my action game, action adventure game, I'm taking a link to the past.
0: Yeah, no, that's where I had it, and that was my backup selection to Metal Gear Solid. I
1: freaking love that game. It's my favorite Zelda game outside of Breath of the Wild, and uh, it holds up so 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 well
0: that I have to take it here. Hmm. So that was your fifth selection, correct? Uh
1: no, that was five and six. Oh, I took five Mario and Kart, Mario oh, Kart, okay, and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and link to the past. Gotcha. Yeah, because then my five and six are right now. Yes. I'm going to double back to shooter now. Okay. And I'm going to take arguably the most iconic shooter, at least of the 90s, but one of the most iconic shooters of all time, which was Doom. Yeah. Uh, OG Doom, 1993. It never played Wow! It, but, like, I read a story well, this past week. Uh, somebody literally got Doom to run on a John Deere tractor <laughs> uh, screen. That's awesome. And if people care enough to get a game running on a tractor screen, yeah, it's worth a selection here. So. No,
1: it's it's a great game. I remember playing it. Uh, I think I maybe played it in middle school or something when yeah. I got into emulators. Uh, you know, th- those eras of shooters are a little rough <laughs> around the edges, but they're so pivotal to what shooters became. And uh, recently, someone made Doom Voxel, oh. which is like a 3D version. Yeah, I saw this. of you know the old school Doom, and there are are excuse me, there are also levels in Doom 2016, whatever year that came out, uh, that are the old levels of Doom. Mm. So you get like a secret entrance, and then you go into an old level. It's really cool. That game has has, uh, proliferated through history very well, and a solid pick.
0: Now, with my sixth pick, now, I'm going to circle back for a logic reason. I selected Tony Hawk's Pro Skater earlier. Yes. Not my favorite game in the series. No, no, no. But just like Iron Man... Is not my favorite movie in the MCU? It started it all. Yeah. And that counts for something. Okay. As such, oh, and because I'm worried that it might get selected elsewhere if I don't take it now. Okay. I'm going to go to the party game category Okay. and pick the party game to end all party games. Mario Party. Damn it, dude. Damn it.
1: What am I going to take for my party game now?
0: <laughs> I was like, because if I didn't take it there... Now that Smash and Cart were off the board. And Mario Party. Now Mario Party's off the board as well. Damn it.
1: Okay, I'm going to have to think on that for a little bit.
0: So that was my sixth selection. Huh. Back to you, my friend. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to take. Okay. (laughs) I think it's funny. That this game might not get taken. But I'm not going to take it anyway. Uh, like, I just think it's it's funny if we do a 90s game draft and neither of us take a specific game. Okay. So, I, I think... I, I don't know. We'll see if, if you end up taking it. But for my RPG,
0: Ooh.
1: I'm taking Civilization 2. Oh. Went a little different route with it. Sure. Uh, this was, I think, the first Civ I ever played... Uh, I remember specifically, I'm pretty sure it was, because I remember specifically, uh, there is a mechanic in this game that I think is unique to it specifically, that it, uh, you get to build like a, I guess like a palace, or like, you know, your version of the White House or whatever. Right. And I remember watching my dad play it and getting to pick where the buildings went mm. on the palace. Um, but this is what got me into Civ, this was my entry point, and, you know, one of the greatest franchises, I think, in all of video games. Yeah. Hmm. All right. <laughs> In my horror category, yeah, I think it's time for Resident Evil 2 to come off the board. Oh, ooh, RE2. Okay. Yes, that's the, uh, to me, that seems more up my alley. I've not played a Resident Evil game, but just seeing the love for Resident Evil 2, I think it's probably a little more critically acclaimed than the first one. Sure. Um, and just... I have very, very, very vague memories of watching, this is weird, our next door neighbor play this game. For some reason, he was like really into video games. I don't know how old he was. He was probably like 20, maybe. And all of us like nine, 10-year-olds would come over and hang out and watch him yeah. play video games. And Resident Evil 2 is one of the ones he played. So I know very little about this game, but I remember it being very scary, and horror is not my sort of genre, so
0: this is what I ended up going with. Hmm... Does that circle it back to me, or do you got one It's your pick. Okay. So that means I'm up with my seventh pick, and I have to take a couple of games off the board just so they aren't stolen by you in the wild card section. Okay. Namely, I have to go back to the platformers, and I have to take Super Mario 64. Mm. One of my favorite games of all time. Uh, And while I think the argument to be made for which game is better would go to Super Mario World. Yeah. The argument to be made for which game is more influential would go to mm. Super Mario 64 I agree. and I agree. for my personal history in games, it was a more significant enjoyable game. Now I loved Mario World, I loved Mario 3, all those, but 64 was the game that made me into games.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair and I again, I think it's kind of our link to the past discussion where this is Undeniably, one of the greatest games of all time, yeah. and it's really personal preference. I got I'm it in the seventh like. round, yeah, that's true. That's a steal, that's, that's a, a steal. value. It, it, it fell too
0: far. And because if I don't take it now and you steal it, I can't think of another horror game, so I'm gonna go with Silent Hill. Uh. <laughs> that's literally all
1: I had, <laughs> yeah. It's Resident Evil 2. Well, it like, could be RE1, sure, sure, so sure. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but. I like this because I was like one of us is going to here was my thought process yeah. one of us has taken a Resident Evil yeah. and the other one has taken a, a Silent, Silent Hill. Hill yeah you have to for me having never played any of these games but seeing clips and knowing sort of sure. the mystique Silent Hill has always scared the shit out it's of freaky, me it's freaky dude like Resident Evil sort of ebbs in it like it's survival horror when I think of that you know quintessential genre that's a little yeah. bit actiony to me, Silent Hill is more like psychological horror. Right. And the clips and shit and bosses that I've seen from Silent Hill, I'm like, I will never play one of these games unless I have a extremely compelling reason <laughs> to. And <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what that is off the top of my head. Yeah. But.
1: It's definitely the weirder of the series. Yeah. Which is interesting.
0: So that was my eighth selection.
1: Back okay. Back to you. All right. Well... I think it's funny that we have a category card called Metroidvania, because one of us is going to take a Metroid and one of us is going to take a Castlevania, I think. And give me Symphony of the Night.
0: Damn, okay, yeah. Uh, I kind of wanted you to take Metroid so no, that I could take Castlevania. I think, but... I
1: think Castlevania is more my speed than Metroid is, um, specifically because I know about, and I guess spoilers for Symphony of the Night, but <laughs> uh, the Castlevania castle flip is something that I always right. think is really cool. No, that's super um, cool. And I just think it's more my speed. And a game that I've always had on the backlog to play at some point. Uh, for my next pick. All right, I'm going to take a game from a category that has not been taken yet. All right. We're going to go to the puzzle category. Sure. I thought about this a lot. All right. And I'm picking a game from 1990. Barely made the cut. Give me Dr. Mario.
0: Damn, yeah, that was the one on there that I was like... For name value alone, at least, I was like, shit. Dr. Mario is awesome. I, it's my mom's favorite video game, I think, of all time. Uh,
1: or at least would be in the conversation, for yeah. sure. And something I've played with her a few times, even like as an adult. And it holds up really well. Obviously, there are games like Tetris-style games that are are, are more proliferating like Tetris. Right. But Dr. Mario, I would not be shocked to see Dr. Mario make some sort of a comeback at some point. I, I think that's a really valuable franchise and a fun fun game. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well then again, to protect my, you know, top selection in the Metroidvania category. Yeah. I've got to go with Super Metroid. Yeah. Uh I don't know which one of those came Super Metroid came first. I think so. Um and while I'm with you, at least from a like aesthetic and style standpoint, I would rather go back and play Castlevania, but Metroid comes first in the name for a reason. It I guess. does,
1: and and like that is another one of those like greatest game of all time argument Absolutely. games. Um, and is have you ever seen? It's pretty cool. Excuse me, i have the hiccup's. Um, well, we just got a very promising text. <laughs> oh, what was that? Uh, that the northwestern bed is very good. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the <laughs> sorry, random aside. There's a speed run where someone has put together. Super Metroid and Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. And so you like, if you enter a, I forget what it is, but like if you enter a door in Link to the Past, it takes you back to Super Metroid. Mm. And like the two are fused and you can get, it's a randomizer. So you could get a Metroid item when you're in Link to the Past. That's cool. And like it's really neat. It's a very fun speedrun to watch.
0: And now I had just sort of. I was oblivious earlier and forgot that while I did take a fighting game, I took my fighting game as my multiplayer multiplayer game. Yeah, you did. So I can circle back and actually take Street Fighter 2 as my fighting game.
1: (laughs) Huzzah. Very nicely done. Is it my pick now? Yep, that was my 10th. All right. For my next pick, uh, I have two things listed for the casual category. Uh, I don't think you will have listed either of them, so I'm just going to say them. Maybe you have. One is Parappa the Rapper. I didn't. <laughs> the other is the game I'm t- I'm taking, which is Space Cadet 3D pinball. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. This was the game I thought of
0: last wow. night when we were texting. I yeah, was like, that didn't even cross my mind.
1: Which, if you don't know what that is, that's the pinball game that's on Windows, like pre-installed. Yeah, like Windows
0: 95
1: or yes, whatever. Uh, I saw I saw a bunch of people like. Talking about Minesweeper. I'm just going to make sure this is a 90s game. Oh, it has I'm to be. I'm pretty sure it, it is. It has but, to be. Uh, let's see here. I would be shocked. 1995. It yeah. wasn't Windows 95. So there you
0: go. It was like pre installed with Windows 95. Yes.
1: I saw some people mention like Minesweeper in uh, casual games and like Solitaire, and those are great too. Sure. But I was like, oh, man. I, I lost some hours to some Space Cadet 3D pinball. Oh, yeah. Me too. So uh, that's my casual take. For my. Oh man, how do I order this now? The wild card is such a good addition mm-hmm. because you can really kind of restructure some stuff. Even though there are some games that I think are funnier to take as a wild card, <laughs> I'm gonna take, and I'm just again checking dates. I I, I just want to make sure because uh, a lot of these were written off the cuff. I'm like, right. I'm pretty sure it's a '90s game. Uh, well, that's not the one I'm looking for. Yes, okay. Uh give me one of my favorite sports games of all time. Give me NBA Jam. Yeah. Uh, I figured it would it would be open for me once you took Tony Hawk, but uh shout out to NFL Blitz. I almost I almost went NFL Blitz, but uh not quite as good as NBA Jam. Again, still one of my favorite. When we go to the Barcade, it's oh, one yeah. I always want to play. Uh holds up really well for how old the game is for being a sports game. Uh just I love NBA Jam. I have an NBA Jam t shirt.
0: So At this point, a lot of big-name games have been taken. Yeah. And my, you know, lizard brain is telling me (laughs) to reach for, like, mascot characters.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: So, I think for my family game, yeah, I'm going to go with Donkey Kong Country. Damn it,
1: I had that, dude. (laughs) That was
0: one of my picks. That's really good. Uh, That game's fun. It is fun. Like, I really dug, like, the early... Donkey Kong games I haven't gone back to the series in forever yeah but I really did like those as a kid
1: have I ever told you the story of when I went back to it briefly I don't think so okay I have to tell you this so uh, our friend Mal who was in my my uh, my age group we were over at her house one time and it was we found her Super Nintendo Mm -hmm. like her family Super Nintendo and so we were playing Donkey Kong Country (laughs) and so I got the first player yeah and she got the second player Now, if you've never played Donkey Kong Country, there are two characters on screen, but they're both controlled by the first player. (laughs) And so her dad was watching this happen Mm -hmm. and like laughing his ass off. Understanding. Yes, because he did this to her as a kid. And I didn't even realize what I was doing for a second. And then I started the game and I was like, oh, yeah. And so for like 30 minutes, we played with her thinking she was controlling
0: Diddy Kong and she was not. That's pretty good. Uh, So that's the only time I've gone back to it. Alright, and then with my 12th selection, I went and looked up, because I knew an iteration must have come out in the 90s. Okay. So I found whatever iteration sounded the most, I don't know, like mainstream, I guess. So my puzzle game is Tetris Attack. Oh, okay, yeah, people like Tetris Attack. It's a little different, but yeah. Uh,
1: I thought you were going to go with... uh, a super new Tetris or whatever the SNES one was called. I was
0: looking around. I was like, There's a lot. I mean, there was like, I was like, there has to be one. There's like thirty. Yeah, there was a lot. Tetris is great, man. One of the greatest games of all time. Yep. Uh, I like that. None, of, neither of us have even touched wild card. Nah, man, like, that's fun to save. Because it's kind of like
1: what's left can, that I that I can take. Yeah. Uh. All right. Mmm. Man. I'm really thinking about it. It's a shame that one of these games is going to go unpicked, but mm. for my family game, again, just our definition was that games you could play as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a game I definitely played as a kid. I'm taking Crash Bandicoot 2, All right. which is my favorite, I think, now. I used to think Warped was my favorite, but it's a little bit too nebulous. Mm. Crash Bandicoot 2 is like so straightforward, but still so, so good. <laughs> um, I, I'm really high on those games and uh, love them a lot. All right, so now the only categories that I have left yeah. are Party, Wildcard, and the underrated Metacritic Below 75. So I'm just going to go ahead and round it out and take my Party. Okay. And thank God it came out in 1999. Give me Mario Party 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was like, maybe there's a chance Fair there was play. another one. Because they came out a lot. Uh, it, it, same reasons you took Mario Party. It's a It's a great franchise.
0: Also, I did the math about this because it's an odd number. I'll actually have the last pick, but that's no big deal. Oh, right. Because it's 15. Yeah, yeah. So it is back to me now.
1: Yes. Yeah, because I only have two picks left.
0: Yeah. So then I have left the casual wild card and Metacritic under 75. Okay. Which I definitely am leaving that one for last. Me too. (laughs) Because we probably did not write the same thing. Uh, Casual Pokemon Snap. Oh, that's a great call. Uh, Just because it's one that has cachet with the new Pokemon Snap that came yeah. out not too long ago. And it was one of the few hardcore casual mm, kind of... Sure. It's not fucking pinball. Yeah, you know? it's, it's video games. It, right. Yeah. It's a N64 classic. What's funny is I the thing...
1: Remember when... So you got here as I was preparing my list. Uh-huh. Not that I told you anything. But one of the games I was like, ah, 2000, was Pokemon Puzzle League. Mm. I really wanted Pokemon Puzzle League as a thing. And it was October of 2000. And so now... I go to my
0: wild card pick. There's a lot good left on the board. And there is a lot left on the board. But then it becomes, do I want to nail down another, like, esteemed game? Or do I want to go to a game that is the sort of genreless or obscure genre in nature (laughs) that only could be taken with, you know, in this category? Yes,
1: I know exactly what you mean.
0: And... Or do I take a game from a, kind of like you just took Mario Party 2, right. do I go to a, a Steam series of games? I don't want to do that. That's not fun. Okay. So I'm erase, I'm going to walk you through on this one. I'm erasing Crash Bandicoot. I don't want it. All right. I don't want Bandicoot 1. Then, it's, do I want to triple down? Dude, Crash 1 is so hard, by the way. Do I want to triple down on Pokemon
1: and okay. go Pokemon
0: Stadium? Okay. I don't think I do. Okay. Sure. which leaves me with my selection.
1: Oh, it's Jolteon.
0: Star Fox 64. Oh, good shout. Uh, one of those games. Like, when I thought wild card category, this was the first game that came to <laughs> mind really because I couldn't one. think where else to put it. That's a really good one. Um, and a good one to diversify my portfolio here. Excellent choice. Well, I... I'm so excited for the Metacritic one now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I have two picks left,
1: which are my wild card and Metacritic. Okay. And now for the audience, because you just have your kind of obscure game left. Yeah, I'm gonna no. go. I'm gonna go through some of the games that are still on the board. Okay. Uh, for me, anyway. Banjo Kazooie. Yep. Super Mario Brothers Three.
0: Which Wait, I, that came out. In, when was it? I I think it was like ninety. Hold I think on. World was ninety. Was it? I think Three was like eighty-eight or eighty-nine. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure. And I hope Not so. Not server message you. block.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. Uh... Oh, this is interesting. Oh no. Okay, so I
0: think I think this disqualifies is it. Is this like a Western versus Eastern release yes. thing?
1: Yes. Japan was eighty-eight. Mm. North America was February ninety. Wow. Europe was August ninety-one. Wow. <laughs> so I think we'll disqualify it for that. But okay. it, I think the date I saw was the American. Sure. Date. Uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver still on the board.
0: Really? Yes. I believe that. Because just... that was a GBC game, maybe? Hold on. I mean, it could be played on the OG. Yeah. Was it a regular Game Boy game? Or maybe, Or yeah, I guess color. Yeah, right. November 99. Sure. Okay. Uh,
1: Putt-Putt Goes to the Zoo. <laughs> still on the board. That was a family game. NFL Blitz, as I mentioned earlier. Parappa the Rapper, as mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo. Oh. Still on the board. But I think I would be remiss not to take the game that I was joking about earlier, about not being on the board, or about it'd be funny if we didn't take it, and I'm taking Ocarina of Time.
0: I mean, (laughs) somehow that one didn't process. Yeah, You're right.
1: I'm taking two Zelda games. I, I do like Link to the Past more, but... Uh, I, I do think Ocarina deserves to go right, <laughs> in the right. list. Some people think that's the greatest game of all time. I disagree, but uh, I think other games age better. But for what it did at the time it did it, it's sort of like a Citizen Kane argument that... Citizen Kane, I didn't enunciate very well. Uh, that, you know, it, it broke so much ground yeah. for games that I'm, I'm going to take it there. Uh, and my last pick, my Metacritic Below 75 game, mm-hmm. sort of sort of a wild card in itself... Give me the original You Don't Know Jack. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It it was a PC trivia franchise forever. Huh. Um, There was a You Don't Know Jack Sports, a You Don't Know Jack Film. All these came out in the mid to late 90s. And uh, you know how how much of a fan I am of that series. And I think I own the original on Steam because they were all out for like five bucks to buy all the old ones. Uh, And it still holds up, and it's still really fun.
0: So... That leaves me with my Metacritic under 75, and I'm going to lead you through my... I have several options, Okay. even though I knew that you probably wouldn't take the one that I was probably going to go with. Sure. Uh, The one that I'm going to write off first is Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2. Oh, shit. Wow. Both of which came out in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, But this was pre... If GTA 3 had come out in the 90s, different conversation. Sure. Uh, We'll hear a lot more about GTA in our next episode. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, the next one, and this is where I was like, what games did I play? Mm. Surely I didn't play games that were very good. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, I thought that too. In my very, you know, infant years. You mean
1: the Rocket Power PS1 game wasn't great? I love that Here's game. Here's a game
0: that wasn't great, but that I specifically remember playing, but that is not my selection. Okay which was Rampage World Tour. (laughs) What the hell is this? Rampage, like the... Oh, the arcade, like... Like King kong Gorilla fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie?
0: Because I was looking up, and I was like, I know I played one of these games. (laughs) And I remember specifically the cover art for Rampage World Tour, which is a lot more, like, cartoony, like, 3D animated. Mm. Um, I remember going over to, like, my cousin's house, the same times that I would play, like, Super Mario 64, I guess on my off days, I would play (laughs) Rampage World Tour. Yeah. Um, So that one was just a little bit nostalgic. But the one that I'm going to go with, less because I know much, if anything, about the game, but more because it foreshadowed a series of games that has become so special, near and dear to my heart. Okay. And because it's the first game of any renown... From From Software. Oh, Kingsfield!
1: Wow, the what game that has been cut. noted
0: that predated and sort of inspired Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Yeah, uh, huh. it's, it's said that to be like one of the first third-person like of that perspective action games yeah. out there. Um, and it was not particularly well; it was divisive at the time. I think I looked, and its average reviews were like in the upper sixties, mm. uh, somewhere floating around there. But because it you know, has such a now retroactive legacy. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with King That's Steel. a cool
1: pick. Uh, I would like to apologize to any JRPG fans. <laughs> yeah. Because we did not Final take Fantasy any 7, Final Fantasy game. Chrono Trigger. We didn't take a Chrono game. We didn't take anything from Square. Yeah. Uh, also, apologies to the Mega Man fans. I thought about taking Mega Man 3,
0: but... If you uh, had poached Pokemon from me, I would have taken Final Fantasy 7. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess took, I could have taken s- Final Fantasy VII instead of Star Fox 64, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. But you know,
1: these are these are our lists—the games that are closer to yeah. us than you know. It's very Western. Yeah, neither know? of us played JRPGs growing up, so it's sorry. I know that people are going to be upset about it, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was really fun. That was. I fun. like this.
0: I'm excited for next week now, uh, and we'll get to you know in the time between episodes, compare our lists, uh, see which maybe see which the folks out there prefer. Uh, from this draft Do we
1: just want to run through What we picked Go for it yeah, So I don't, I don't have my order I just have by category
0: I was gonna say We have the platform Or the genre order That we listed at the beginning Yes
1: so uh, I took GoldenEye Super Mario World Castlevania Symphony of the Night A Link to the Past Civilization 2 Mortal Kombat 2 A lot of 2's mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot 2 NBA Jam Dr. Mario Resident Evil 2 Mario Party 2 Is that, that weird? Mario Kart Space Cadet 3D Pinball Ocarina
0: of Time, and you don't know Jack. And I took Doom, Super Mario 64, Super Metroid, Metal Gear Solid, Pokemon Red and Blue, Street Fighter 2, Donkey Kong Country, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, Great pick. Tetris Attack, Silent Hill, Mario Party 1, Super Smash Brothers, Pokemon Snap, Star Fox 64, and Kingsfield. Pretty cool list. It is cool This is fun. And I'm really... Cause, Next week, we'll get into where we can really get into the nitty-gritty of yeah. our own personal history with games. Yeah, sure. Uh, there will be a lot of, you know, I don't know if there will be a lot of poaching going on. There's crossover, But there for is sure. crossover. But it's hard to poach when you're only picking one game per category. We might have to go two for the 2000s. Ooh. There's so many games, dude. It's possible. We'll see. Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll hash that out later. But for now. Tanner, before we head off to our legit fantasy draft. Yes. Which is now the draft rooms open. Oh God. Do you have a recommendation for us?
1: Uh, yeah, quickly a game I didn't talk about at the start, but a game that I've been kind of pecking around in a little bit is risk of rain Two. Oh, uh, I've had it on steam for a while. This is just like a great on steam deck game. So mm-hmm. I downloaded it again. Uh, I've been playing it both at my computer and on my steam deck. It's a roguelite as well, but it, uh, it's very fun. One of the coolest mechanics about it. So it's the first risk of rain was a roguelite but it was like side scrolly shooter mm-hmm. and the scale of it never really clicked with me. I tried to play it on Vita and I think you're supposed to play it on big monitor. Yeah. Uh cuz it just didn't work. Yeah. But with Risk of Rain 2, uh it's like a 3D shooter. It mm-hmm. is it is a, you know, first person shooter. Still I, a roguelite? Um, yes. Okay. But it's it's sort of like each planet is procedurally generated. Kind of like a No Man's Sky type thing, I guess. But you're trying to make your way through all these planets. I've yeah. never done it cuz it's really hard. One of the coolest mechanics about it is that the longer you spend on a planet, the harder it gets. Oh. So your goal is to just get through, but you have to weigh that with like, well, I want to get all these upgrades, right? I want to grab sure. this new piece of tech or whatever. Cool. And so it's a, it's a really fun game and I'm really enjoying
0: it. It's hard as hell. Interesting. I might have to investigate that. It's cool. Uh, speaking of roguelites and speaking of the beginning of this podcast, hey. I will be formally recommending curse to golf. Uh, it's fun. As you know, I have my qualms about it, but I really, really enjoy it. It's, a genre that was tailor-made for me. Yep. Uh, and I would have to say that it's probably foreshadowing that God of War is definitely going to be a one or two on my Game of the Year <laughs> right, list. Right, right, yeah. Uh, it's probably number three. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. At least at this phase behind eventually God of War and currently Elden Ring. Elden yeah. Uh, but I really, really love it. So if you're into golf, if you're into roguelites, if you're into the 16-bit style, anything like that, I recommend you check it out. Hell yeah. Uh, next week... Look forward to the 2000s draft.
1: I'm excited for that, man. Uh, It's
0: going to be really fun. Uh, This was fun. That one's going to be fun. And the 2010s are going to be fun. We're in the thick of football season. We're in the thick of draft season. It's a good time. It's good times to be around. So until then, we're tapping out.